Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, the chum of the hero yeah. is usually not the one that's like, you know, he's not the he's not the, the eye candy, is he? He's got to be like the... <laughs> exactly. It's true. It's true. He can't be the eye candy. It's like he's me usually and you. like, you know, yeah. No. <laughs> you're the eye candy isn't it? well let's not say let's not say <laughs> we're on the player game for too long we have been doing anniversary corner now you will be the one in the corner i was looking i was on my phone can you believe it i was on my phone and i was just checking other stuff that's how kind of like bad it is and i couldn't wait for them to commit suicide themselves because i was like let this film end for me you know what this film had the blumhouse name but not this whole premise the storyline is absolutely mad it's brilliant like every six years any news on when saw is coming out oh man i've got no idea man they, they're okay. on a lay-lay they, they're taking ages i know i know i know but you know what isn't taking ages ladies and gentlemen episode What's number that? 112 <laughs> of the flexes we are beginning you know what let's just devout it. let's not beat around the bush over here right let's just mm-hmm. get into this this is room 112 where the players dwell <laughs> <laughs> like biggie said yes with the hagen dolls with the hagen dolls room 112 this is where it happens you know this is this where, is where it happens. he always says room 112 <laughs> I always wanted to know what happened when you get there. Now you're going to find out. Now you're going to find out. This is, listen, this is room 112 with the Flixsters folks. And if you haven't noticed this, we are leading up to Halloween. So we are going to be dimming the lights. We're going to be cranking up the scare factor. And if you go on Instagram, check out our latest post, you will have the opportunity to let us know what is the scariest movie or TV show that you've seen? And we want to hear about it. We want to know exactly what is the movie that has scared you, freaked you out, that's made you kind of run under the covers. Let us know, <laughs> get in touch, because we want to speak about it on our shows. All right, okay, now um, yes. let's do some mail, mails and shout-outs, Devado. Well, actually, no mails, because no, one, no one's mailed in, have they? <laughs> no, 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 no. But what you were just saying leads us actually to our shout-outs, actually. We've got a few shout-outs. I mentioned a few first from the previous sort of few days. Uh, yeah. Murray on Facebook always shouting us out, always re- always reposting our, sh- our, our you know our posts. Abby Sweet. again giving us a shout out on Instagram. Zakrov as usual, uh, and Zakrov actually is going to be our special guest for our Halloween special. Uh, so wait. catch that on our, in our next show. Zakrov is a horror guru. He loves his horror. And I'm sure as he's listening now, he's thinking, what, me, a guru? Yes, I just said it. You're a guru. <laughs> and Emmanuel, as usual, always giving a shout out, sending us messages, giving us, uh, you know, he actually t- uh, does send in a lot of news. Because some of the news that we report yeah. on, some of it does come from Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, thanks for the news. Always sending us like little bits of news that's coming out. So I love it. Massive, massive. Thank exactly. Because and Emmanuel, he'll what he'll do is he'll send a link, like you know, for like some yeah. trailers and stuff like that. And I'm like, shit, man, these trailers are brilliant. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. so man, thanks, Emmanuel, as always. Keep it, keep it coming. Defo. And then as you were just saying, you put out a post about you know what kind of horror films people were scared of, and we've got uh, from Charlie Jai UK. She's just put on on uh, on Instagram. She was scared of child's play yes. when she was very young. Uh, it's not really a massive, I guess it is a horror movie, but when you're really young, you're yeah. scared because a doll, come on now, a doll that runs, <laughs> a doll that's running around and, you know, I, know. I get scared of dolls when their eyes used to open and blink. Oh, you know when you like Tell me about them, it. I used to oh be scared Oh my gosh. And <laughs> see, the thing is with, with Chucky, right, this is the thing with Chucky and with the new Chucky that came out, what I loved about the old Chucky was it was a doll that was possessed. Like there was some sort of evil element and with the new Chucky, it was like some malfunction. It was just like an Android malfunction that just went wrong. So I was yeah. just like, oh shit. So that's why I, I did prefer actually, um, you know, the, uh, the other one. Yeah, Charlie. I mean, I, I get you. That movie came out in '88, and like you know, mm. man. So yeah, it, it was pretty scary. Yeah. And what else, Deval? Next one, O'Shea PD says mm. uh, there's a couple of films for him. One is uh, Woman in Black. Oh, Woman in Black. I yeah. So that it, was, you know. Yeah. Is that the one with, uh, um, with Harry, uh, Potter. Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen it. I, I heard the play was better. 
Oh, the, 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 okay. The, the West End play, which I actually went to go and see, but is it? I, Look at you, yeah, culture devout. I went to go and see the play. It was okay. It wasn't as scary. I think the hype done it for me. But it wasn't right. as scary as I thought. But yeah, the woman in black film in the right setting is really scary. Also, O'Shea PD says the TV series on Netflix, House on Haunted Hill. Oh no, the, the house, no, the haunting of Hill House. So I was getting oh, wrong. Yeah, I was the house of Haunted Hill. Because no, that's, that's what it was film. originally, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's the haunting of Hill House. So yeah, he really loved that. So those are a couple of uh, you know horrors that have really shitted up O'Shea PD. So yeah, there you go, guys. Let us know what else you think. What other horror films scared the shit out of you? Do let us know. Exactly. And also, and- if you do let us know, actually, let us know your top three. And you can win the Rakuten movie prize. There you oh. go. Night and early for you there. There you go. All right, let's get into movie news. And Devaldo, Anya Taylor-Joy, a British actress. She's been in things like, I don't know, Split. She's been in Glass. She's been in, um, she was most recently in New Mutants. Finally, yeah. that movie came out. She was in that. She plays this crazy mutant with um, next level kind of powers. Check this out, right? So we already spoke about this before on the show and we're fans of Mad Max. We're fans of Mad Max uh, Fury Road. So Anya Taylor-Joy, she's been cast as a younger version of Furiosa. And uh, George Miller, he is this kind of legendary, visionary visionary director who made the original uh, Mad Max movies. He came back after, like, I don't know, 25, 30 years or whatever it was. He, he brought back, you know, this amazing cast, Tom Hardy and um, uh, what was her name from The Old Guard? Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. And she was brilliant. And apparently mm. those two, they they hated each other on the set. They, they basically didn't speak to each other. So now he turned around and he said, listen, I'm not going to de-age Charlie Theron. Ron, I'm going to just, you know, pick someone and he's gone for Anya Taylor-Joy, which is great. I think she's great. We've spoken about her before, you know, Deval, in, in the stuff yeah, that she's have, done. Yeah, she's good. She's a really good actress, actually. Whatever she does, she actually does stand out. In The Witch, she stood out. In New Mutants, she was the you know, the, the, the one good good thing for me, actually. Yeah. In Witch, as well. Uh, did I just say that? Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Witch today. But yeah, she does stand out. She's really good. She's really good. Exactly. And just not just on this, not only is it Anya Taylor-Joy going to be in this, but Chris Hemsworth and Yaha uh, Abdul-Mateen II, they are going to be joining uh, the cast as well. And I think Chris Hemsworth, he went online just to say, listen, look, you know what? He's been a huge fan of the whole Mad Max franchise and you know going to be he's the fact that he's going to be working with Miller and going to be working with Anya Taylor-Joy and all the rest he's absolutely stoked so yeah man so get ready for this give it another couple of years I'd say because I don't know if filming is going to happen now uh, it's probably not going to be filming like this year who knows maybe it is but um yeah they're probably going to be working on it on 2021 and maybe a 2022 release who knows but yeah it looks really good Devado. I want to see what they do yeah it should be decent actually looking forward to that one Exacto. Right. Okay. Now we're going to be keeping it kind of slashery, kind of like horrory at the moment. And if that's the word, horrory. But check this out. Fans of Dexter. Devaldo, did you ever watch Dexter? I do you know what I that's one thing I never watched. And I, I kind of got, good. I kind of, yeah, it was too late and I didn't do it. But I'm, yeah, I know it's good. It's good, man. You got to watch it. So basically, Dexter Morgan, he's a CSI, uh, he works for Miami, like, you know, police and he like, he's a CSI investigator, whatever. He takes pictures of crime scenes. Um, and the thing is, he uses his access to criminals, you know, working in the police to actually be a serial killer himself. So he basically is a twisted, weird, confused uh, serial killer who goes after bad people and he has this kind of like little code and it ended after like eight or nine seasons and but now showtime are saying that they are going to bring it back there's going to be a kind of like a one-off special like a like probably like an eight or ten you know episode run and they're going to pick up from where you know, Dexter left off, which was in this place, which I mean, I'm not giving anything away, but it was in this weird sort of place where he was just left basically on his own, put it that way. So uh, I can't wait, man. If, if fans, if Dexter fans are out there, get in touch with me, get in touch with us and let us know what you think about this because it's going to be big. That's big news, you know? Exactly. Yeah, Deval, you got some uh, Gal Gadot news for us. Gal Gadot. Uh, yes, the Gal Gadot to Wonder <laughs> <laughs> where that came from. <laughs> where that came from. It's good, I love it. Yeah, Gadot, Wonder Woman. 
uh, who, what else has she been? She's in uh, Death of the Nile. I think that's coming up soon, mm. isn't it? Death on the Nile is coming up soon. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we all know her as Wonder Woman, basically Diana Prince. So yeah, she is actually due to play Cleopatra in the, in the upcoming Patty Jenkins directed. And there's the link again, Wonder Woman, because Patty Jenkins directs Wonder Woman. Yeah. But yeah, so she's been cast as Cleopatra. Yeah. In the movie, Cleopatra, I was, you know, they're like an Egyptian queen. Uh, we've all seen, uh, who, who, who played her back in the day? Was it... Uh, um, Elizabeth um, Taylor or someone. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor and uh, what's his name? Her husband at the time. I've, oh, I've forgotten his name now. Burton. Richard Hollywood. Burton. Richard Burton. Yeah. So we've seen we've seen the images of her. You know, very little beautiful queen and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, there's been a bit of controversy actually. Yeah. Because, tell us about this. You know, so, yeah. So the, bit, the controversy is that they're saying some people are saying that it should be played by like a person of like black or brown skin. Yeah. Person basically. of color. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, because, but, but, but I don't know, I did a bit of reading about it because I wasn't totally sure myself. I've never really researched Cleopatra, but from what I understand, she does have uh, sort of uh, Greek heritage. Greek roots, yeah. Yeah, Greek and all, I think she's, I think she's mixed race, uh, biracial, dual heritage. I don't know what the term is these days, but she is, <laughs> or she was, <laughs> I think she was Greek and then half Persian as well or something like that. So I don't know, but I think, People are saying that Gal Gadot isn't the right person to play her. Some people are saying she is, and yeah. I just don't know. So that's gonna that's gonna rumble on for a while. Who knows if the casting might change? I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, Cleopatra the movie directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah, I mean, either way, it should be a decent movie. Let's see it how it be. turns out. But and, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess but there's always, mm. and there's obviously controversy. And remember, Devaldo, come on, man, look, look. The Hollywood and when it comes to whitewashing, this is like a big yeah. thing. And uh, yes, Scarlett yes, Johansson, yeah. like you know, your Mrs. Scarlett Johansson, she was My caught missus, up in. Yeah. <laughs> she was caught up in something. Um, Ghost when in it, the shell. Ghost yeah. in the shell. That was yeah, kind of like a whole a big one. thing. That was a bad one. Yeah, that one was like there's no there's no way around that one. <laughs> At least exactly. with this one, it's like, it's like her heritage. She wasn't like she wasn't like stone cold black, or she wasn't like stone cold. <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't know, Persian or something. So there is kind of like a Greek uh, sort of mixture going on there. So yeah. there's a bit of an argument there. And I know back in the day that, you know, where she ruled, the Egyptians were very, very darker compared to what they've, de- what they've been depicted sure. in Hollywood as being stone cold white, you know? Yeah. So well, when you see Elizabeth Taylor, oh my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> white exactly as, so. as white as it can get, right? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, all right, okay. So uh, yeah, so we'll keep you, you know, keep you posted on that, that one, uh, folks. But yeah, tell us about Ned. Tell us about Spider-Man and what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple of Spider-Man bits here, actually. And I'll sort of talk about them all in one. But yeah, so I don't know. I saw... I saw uh, some uh, images of you know Ned from uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: yeah. Far From Home. You know Ned as yeah, his like, mate, uh, yeah, his best friend, kind of chubbyish guy. Damn, the photos that I've seen of him now, this guy is ripped. Is it? He had done a lockdown diet. He's been working <laughs> out. He he's looking like a mean guy now. He wow. he looks like a third of what he was before. What? So, Honestly. what does it mean for like his role? Like, did, did does, yeah. does Marvel want him to be this kind of like a larger what, character? That's what I don't know because you would think that you know he's being cast as a certain character. Like, you know, the, the chum of the hero yeah. is usually not the one that's like you know he's not the he's not the, the eye candy, is he? He's got to be like the. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's he true. can't be the eye candy. It's like he's usually you, like you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're the eye candy isn't it well let's not say let's not say <laughs> but yeah so he's obviously he's chubby he's likable he's a tech guy but yeah so now people are saying that he's he's he's, he's lost weight he's buffed up a bit because in the like comics and cartoons there was a there was a a time when you know this character that, that plays ned he actually you know, dawned the hobgoblin uh, role for a while. Oh. You know, so people are saying that maybe he's buffed up because he's going to be playing the hobgoblin in the next Spider-Man. That's a turnaround. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, big turnaround. So that is some of the, sort of the rumor mill is spinning on that one. No one's saying yes or no. I mean, I would think, you know, for him to make such a drastic physical change, it's got, I mean, to, be. It's, it's got to be in his contract that he's got to stay looking the same. Otherwise, he's not going to be seen as the same character. So yeah. you know, for him to make a massive change, I reckon there must be some sort of contractual obligation for that. So 
we'll have to wait and see if that's the case. And then again, the rumours around Spider-Man, this one here, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, wow. But then I don't know if it's true. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, but this is with a big pinch of salt. This is like... This is this is like a you see when you're you're cooking and you think <laughs> that you've turned the salt uh, thing to the to the little bit of yes. it's like the smallest bit of salt out. but it's not it's the biggest bit and then you put the salt <laughs> or, or the lid comes off the salt and oh, all those yeah this is the amount of salt so you have got to take this with you it's not a pinch it's a lot oh shit that's funny so, man uh, you get a spoon and try and just like take that bit out of your sauce <laughs> that bit of salt <laughs> you know what I mean innit? I know what you mean man trust me yeah, yeah so basically the, the title of the next Spider-Man Spider-Man 3 was rumoured to be called Home Worlds mm. so I don't know, in all the Spider-Man films that have been out so far we've had Homecoming we've had Far From Home and now they're saying home worlds. Worlds. And we do know, or we do think, that there's going to be a lot of multiverse going on here now. Multiverse, like Doctor Strange, all kinds of multiverse shit's going to be going on. You know, uh, One Division. Like the next few, next couple of films could get a bit trippy. So with that in mind, home worlds. Makes sense. Who could could be home for? So we know about Tom Holland. And now there's there's a strong rumour going around that Tom, uh, not Tom Maguire, what's his name? Uh, 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 Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, yeah. All these T's. Toby <laughs> Maguire and Andrew Garfield, the two previous Spider-Men, are, are also going through contract talks at the moment with Disney to make an appearance and maybe show up in different home worlds. When you think about it that way, you know what? It kind of makes sense. It does. That it does, they could be does, does. home worlds in different multi-verses oh my, you know what people i think people have been gagging for this and like you know with the the spider-man into the spider-verse that kind of opened up that whole yeah. multiverse type of a thing and to see it kind of like a live action version this would be absolutely great but home worlds i know take this with a pinch of salt but it's actually does like you said it does actually make sense yeah. you know what man peter parker you know he oh gosh man this would be what if madam web gets involved madam web gets involved which is a rumor madam yes. web is we a book of us dr strange kind of lady she can open gateways here and there she's like a locksmith of the parallel universe and dimension Ooh. you call on her when no one else can open that door you know <laughs> And she charges you for that for she charges you for a call out <laughs> call out fee and if you'll charge oh, you to shit. open the door the different <laughs> oh my gosh and you know i think i think it was a couple of episodes ago where you said like there's a chance that peter parker like tom holland's character he could team up with dr strange like in some sort of like buddy like did, did, i'm sure i'm pretty sure you mentioned yeah. it, i'm just making yeah. this up yeah. like you yeah. know they yeah can, no it's true yeah 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 it could happen it could, it could definitely happen and that would be a great little team up and then and then that whole kind of the worlds and the home worlds and the extra worlds and like you know oh my gosh man this is great keep it locked on the Flixers folks yeah. we are going to bring you more news on this now let's shift over to the other camp let's go over to DC for a second and mm. Devaldo you got some bad news for us yeah some bad bad news well I mean it's bad news as in like you know it's been delayed yes Batman uh, Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson has been delayed again. Just remember, yeah, this movie was supposed to come out in June 2021 originally. Yeah. Then it got pushed back to October 2021. We thought, okay, cool. You know, cool. just a few months. A few months. Now it's going to March 2022. It's crazy. What the so hell? It's gone, yeah, so it's, it's nearly been delayed. Uh, so it's been delayed nine months of the original June 2021 release date. So this is due to like, you know, just people being, uh, you know, obviously the coronavirus is, is the reason for origi- the original delay. And then uh, people on set were, you know, had coronavirus and they had to stop filming and stuff like that and stop and start, stop and start. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the reason it's been delayed. But in doing that, they gave us a bit of a, you know, shit sandwich, good, bad, good, bad. So following the bad news, they released some set photos and these set photos Showed us a bit about what's going on. There's little, little, little things on the on the photos that kind of show you what could be going on, as in you know character uh, development, uh, character motivations, also character links as well, and uh, not just uh, links to the comics, but also links to previous 
iterations of those characters. For example, we have, uh, what's her name? Playing Catwoman, uh, Zoe, Zoe. Uh, Zazie. No, no, Zoe, what's her name? The, what's her name? Oh, name shit, now. sorry, Zoe uh, Kravitz. Kravitz, that's the one, yeah, Zoe Kravitz, sorry. So I was going to say Zoe Ball. <laughs> I was going to say Zoe Saldana. I don't know where I was going, but yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. We all know she's playing uh, uh, this uh, Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah. And on the set photos, there's a, there's a picture of her walking down some stairs and she's wearing identical, uh, long, kinky, sexy Catwoman knee-high boots that Michelle Pfeiffer wore. Oh, yeah, they, they kind of lace up. Oh, they're a nice pair of boots, actually. Oh, man. Send, send me the link. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's wearing similar boots as, as her. There's another scene where uh, Robert Pattinson uh, and the Penguin are all in the same scene. So it looks like he might not know how bad the Penguin is and maybe working with him. And yeah. the prosthetics on the Penguin, who's played by, who's played by uh, what's the Irish um, guy called again? Colin Farrell. Top of the Colin Farrell, exactly. Yeah. I'm having a great day today with these names, aren't I? Phew, what's I my name? No, but you know what? Loads of people are saying that he's unrecognisable. Very much so. You, you literally, his own mother couldn't recognise him. Trust me. He looks like <laughs> a whole new person. I know. So, yeah, I mean, that's just a couple of things that I've seen from the set photos so far, but they have released a few and I, I recommend, you know, just... Uh, doing an internet search and, this, and having a look and seeing what they've got there. Maybe you can spot a few things there as well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. filming is happening. Uh, it's going to be delayed. There's a small chance it could come out slightly earlier, but the latest so far will be March 22. Wow, that's ages. And I'll be honest with you, right? Okay, at first I wasn't too keen on the whole thing with Robert Pattinson and like, you know, being Batman and we were always like, oh yeah, we'll just wait and see what comes. But then when that trailer dropped at Fandom, I was like, shit, I am on board. I want to watch this movie. And now I'm like, shit, I've got to wait till March, you know, 2022. So this is going to be a bit crazy, folks, but we will give you all the deets as soon as we have them. Now, let's keep it with DC. Well, yeah, yeah, this is kind of like a bit of DC news as well. We've already spoken about this guy, I mean, he's he's big in Hollywood. He's going to get even bigger. He played a villain for Marvel, for the MCU in Killmonger, in Black Panther, Michael B. Jordan. He played Creed and he's done kind of like other great little projects. And we've always said on the show that he's going to go off and do great stuff. But Devaldo, he's working on a, another superhero movie, right? Yes, that is correct. And this superhero movie, he's, he's, he's producing uh, Static Shock. Whoa. So Static Shock is from the sort of DC world. Uh, I think it didn't start out that way, but DC acquired this character. And originally, a few years ago, actually, there was some talk of Static Shock being turned into a movie. And the, the lead character was going to be played by Jaden uh, Smith. Uh, oh, actually. Smith. Right. Okay. Wow. Jaden Smith. So, yeah, so Static Shock is a really popular uh, you know, cartoon, actually. He's more popular in the cartoons. It came out in, in, in the 2000s, uh, lifted from the comics, obviously. But uh, yeah, this is like a feisty character, uh, black character who, like you can guess by the name of, <laughs> from the name, uh, Static Shock. So a bit of an electric, uh, electrifying character like power electro. there. Yeah, kind of like Electro, a bit like Electro, Black Lightning, that kind of thing, you know? So yeah, Static Shock is, uh, is a decent character. A uh, young character as well, so you can take him in the vein of like a like a, a Peter Parker kind of character. That kind of you know go, going to going to high school, you know, learning, uh, you know, trying to get a girl, you know, trying to be on the on the football team, and also being good at science and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And he wants to join Justice League, but he hasn't handed in his registration because he's got to go to class. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's hope it's not in that voice. <laughs> but his, his name is uh, Virgil Hawkins. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, so he, he got exposed to a a sort of gas or some sort of electrified. When <laughs> 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 you say it out loud, it's so stupid. Some he gets, <laughs> some so what, the hell, he gets exposed to gas. Yeah, some sort of mutagen gas during a fight, and it gave him electromagnetic powers. And yeah, he can, you know, electric shit up. So I guess his electric bill is really low. Uh, <laughs> which is, I'm sure his parents won't mind about that one. Uh, so yeah, so that's, I mean, that's it really. I mean, we'll have to wait and see when this is going to come out. We've got no idea yet as to when it's going to come out, but 
with Michael B. Jordan behind it and Warner Brothers behind it as well, you can imagine it's going to be quite good. I don't know what the tone is going to be like, whether it's going to be, you know, quite soft or maybe, yeah, we're not too sure yet. So we'll let you know as we, as we know. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is what you had to say to the Hollywood Reporter uh, via uh, the Flicksters. He said, I'm proud to be part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that. So I think it's kind of, he is going to be at the forefront of bringing these types of characters to kind of, you know, mainstream media and everything. So this is going to be yeah. great. And um, yeah, man, we'll, we, you know, we'll keep an eye on that one. And um, as soon as we get more information on that, we will let you know. Now, let's take it over to Amazon a bit and let's kind of bring this, uh, not kind of scary, but let's make it a bit comedy now, Devado. So tell us about this next piece of news because, yeah, we've been waiting for a while on this one. Coming to America. Oh, yeah. this one, this one. Is, you know what, the news is, it's good news actually, you know, because yeah. the cinemas right now, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, coming to America to Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, the whole crew are coming back. Uh, and yeah, this was supposed to come out in the cinemas in December 2020. And looking at what happened with Tenet and other, obviously Tenet came out uh, financially, didn't do as well as it should have done because Tenet's a really good film. Yeah. Uh, Bond has been pulled back. Uh, Black Widow has been pulled back. Dune has been pulled back. A whole bunch of big movies have been pulled and delayed until 2021 because no one's going to the cinema because of this virus. So cleverly, Coming to America has sold its rights from Paramount to Amazon. So this will now be on Amazon TV, Amazon Prime. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to be delayed, when it's going to be released, but yeah, they sold the rights for 120 million to Amazon. Whoa. So the movie cost, I think, just under 30 million to make. It's been sold already. So guaranteed they've made their money back, uh, you know, four times over. Obviously, the box office for this one, if it came out during a, a, a normal sort of, you know, a normal time it would have done quite a lot because people would have gone there in their drones, yeah. you know? Absolutely, uh, yeah. man. I, I, I reckon if, if it came out in the cinema, they should have released it in February because in February in America is Black History Month. Yes. And that would have killed a lot it. of people would have come out for that. But either way, I mean, yeah, I think getting, getting your money back for this one in a time like this, I, 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 I can see why the investors and the producers thought, yeah, this is a good deal. Let's take the money yeah. and run, you know? I think there are movies right now, they are doing deals and they're figuring out, should we release it on kind of streaming platforms or should we just wait a bit and et cetera, et cetera. So there's kind of, I don't know, man, there's a lot of kind of like, you know, these movies, you know, we might hear more and more big movies just being released on uh, streaming services, but this is a big one. Coming to America, uh, it's going to be great. Obviously, Eddie Murphy, or senior Hall. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this because the last, last Eddie Murphy movie that I saw was... Um, the one he did for Netflix, which was really funny. Uh, you watched it as well, I think. And um, yeah, I think we liked it. We were fans of it. Uh, Dolmite is my name. So uh, yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good, folks. So we'll keep you posted on that one. Now we're going to end off movie news with a bit of horror news. And I'm not sure if any of you listeners out there were fans of The Others. This was a 19... Well, actually, no, it was a 2000 and, 2001 movie actually starring Nicole Kidman and directed by Alejandro Amenabar. And this movie, it had this brilliant little twist at the end of it, a kind of this thinking person's horror, scary, like, kind of movie. And... Um, this movie, right? If you haven't seen it, I, I, I'd say, yeah, go out and check it out. It's, it's, you know, it's great. It's eerie. It's creepy, and it's brilliant to watch over a Halloween period. But check this out: the others is going to be remade, and I'm like thinking, does it need what? to be remade? But yeah, apparently Universal Pictures they won a heated bidding war for the rights to the property, which when, which back when released, this movie took 200 million at the box office. And that just shows you the quality, like commercially and critically, this movie's done really, really well. So I'm just thinking, it's been 19 years since that movie came out. Should there be a remake or a reboot or, or you know, of that movie? And I'm just like, I can't, I don't know, man. I don't see a reason why, because it was fine as it, as it was, Devaldo. 19 years, 2001. Wow. Time has flown, hasn't it? <sighs> Damn. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great movie. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure if they should kind of mess around with it, but you never know. We will obviously keep you posted on that if you're fans of the others. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. And um, yeah, uh, what's, what, what's new on streaming and trailers, Devado? Yeah, so uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is a film. Well, it's actually Star Trek Discovery on Netflix, and that's out 
literally, well, came out, yeah, literally a few days ago. I've seen season one, season two, and I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I don't think it was spectacular, but it was good. It was decent. And I'm going to watch season three at some point. I'm just finishing at the moment. I'm finishing The the Haunting of Bly Manor. Yes. Which uh, I kind of didn't mention it on the box set list to watch because I mentioned it last week. And I, oh, I didn't know what I, maybe I should mention it, but I'm not liking it as much as uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Of, of you know? Hill House, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's good. But I'm, I'm on episode six, I think, at the moment. It's yeah. good, but it's just not. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't have you know? that. <clears throat> Mm. damn man what's like yeah, um, and it's got mm-hmm. the same characters You said, I know, I know from last week you said it's got like the people that were in some of the people that were in um, Hill are in this one in Bly yeah 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 it's got, it's, got, it's got a lot of the same it's got some new ones but a lot of the same people as well mm. so yeah and that kind of goes yeah. with what I've read about the show as well, actually. I guess it doesn't have the same punch as, as, as kind of like the first one. But uh, Star Trek Discovery, is it true that they time jump or they've, they've, le- they've jumped into the future like, like a yeah. really long time? It was multiversal. I, I can't remember what happened in the last one, you know, to be honest, because it was like a year ago. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot of multiverse hopping around because they, they, they were able to get this sort of uh, warp drive using this really exotic matter. And uh, yeah, it was just weird. So they went to different multiverses and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess I'll have to, I'll have to wait and see what's going to happen in this one. I'm sure they're going to use you know similar science on us. So yeah, interesting. Exactly. Yeah, interesting. Uh, let's speak about this next one. This is um, this is so funny. This next title, right? It's called. It's, I'm so fu- I'm so glad that you put this on there because I saw this oh, yeah. trailer and <laughs> I didn't know if we should put it on there, but you put it on there, which is great. This this next trailer is a uh, martial arts flick, and I know it doesn't kind of fit mm-hmm. in with the theme of what we're going with right now, but we just kind of added this on there. This is called Jujitsu, and the thing is, Devado, when I saw Mate. this, I was like, okay, look, this this obviously spoke Mate. to me on like many many different levels, and I watched it. It's got like um, Tony Jar. It's got like um, Nicolas Cage. And um, I can't remember who some of the other guys, but this whole premise, the storyline is absolutely mad. It's brilliant. Like every six years, seven years, this um, is like an alien comes to Earth and uh, they have to send, uh, like the human race has to put forward like a warrior to fight this alien, right? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, Jeepers Creepers and Predator rolled into yes. one. Because remember Jeepers Creepers, every 28 every thir- years yeah, or something, whatever it was, yeah. It kind of, you know, it came back to sort of, you know, cause a menace. Uh, and it kind of reminds me of Predator because Predator likes a challenge, isn't it? Predator yeah. wants to be, you know, hunt and to challenge and stuff like that. So, and this creature kind of re- resembles a Predator esque kind of yes. creature because it's, it, it's, it just looks weird and he wants to fight. And Nicolas Cage is there shouting and fighting it tony jar is there fighting it it's like who are these people they're like a ragtag i don't know what's going on but you know what this looks like an interesting and jujitsu i mean of all the things you're going to use to fight this don't you do jujitsu or something exactly. and you know what you do I, I maybe do. you should go and fight this thing I, I should but listen you know what when i saw the trailer i was like okay yeah great like where's the jujitsu i'm not even joking devado there's no jujitsu in the trailer there's absolutely no jujitsu and i was like shit where's the jujitsu right so listen None. folks watch it i'm gonna watch this movie anyway but if you want to see jujitsu on film if you want to see jujitsu on film watch john wick one two and three there's yeah, loads yeah, of jujitsu yeah, in that yeah. one but this movie yeah. i just got to watch it for um for for nicholas cage man he's pretty this yeah. guy man he's funny he's funny um and this next one we've got now yeah uh is the stand oh, this is a trailer man. this is a trailer the stand and uh this is about an uh so after the world is in ruins due to a man-made plague okay let me read it again <laughs> After the world is in ruins due to a man-made plague. Hmm. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Hmm. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope the one that we're going through now. Don't, don't tell me now in a few years' time it's man-made, you know, because I will go crazy. Oh my okay. gosh, man. A battle of biblical proportions ensues between survivors. So this seems like a bit of a walking dead situation, but there's yeah. no zombies. It's more of a man-made plague that has, you know literally annihilated the world and you know it's the the human survivors left that have to battle and fight for the scraps of humanity civilization resources and power this one stars james marsden uh, cyclops jovan adepo who is a uk actor from oxford 
he was in Fences with Denzel Washington and okay. uh, and what's her name? Uh, yeah, well, I've got my name, her name now, but yeah, Denzel Washington. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Viola Davis, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Whoopi Goldberg's in this as well with, with nice big white hair. Amber Heard, woof. All the girls like all the girls like Mandy Lane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's nice, nice, uh, nice casting there. But this one looks like a like a like a decent show. It's going to be released in December this year, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what platform yet, but this is a nice TV show. So yeah, it's going to be great. And I remember the I remember watching the there was a, they did a version like in the 90s, I think, and um, that was like a three part or something like that, and. Yeah, man. It's um, it. Yeah, I remember it. Gary Sinise was in that one. And like, yeah, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. And obviously Stephen King. So this is going to be good. This next one, uh, our final one, this trailer. Oh, I want man. people to go out and watch this trailer, especially because no. Halloween. The, the title, first of all, The Dark and the Wicked. Right. Okay. So even just the title is something that's going to make you think, oh, shit, The Dark and the Wicked. What the hell does that mean? But basically, I watched the, you watch the trailer. Not, we're not going to give anything away from this. This movie is going to be coming out on the 6th of November, I think. And I don't know exactly what, you know, 100% um, where this is going to be released, like which streaming. But basically, this movie is about like a brother and a sister. They return to their farm, I think, and um, their father's dying. And the, the one of the, the siblings has to, both siblings, they basically help out on the farm. And they soon realize or one of them realizes that there's something very very untoward going on in this farm and man when you watch it it's like i don't know it's just Mm-mm. all those Mm-mm. scary Mm-mm. things like Mm-mm. you know that Mm-mm. 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 upside down cross yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i'm running I'm this running. film is going to be disturbing do you know why i know it's going to be disturbing look upside down cross <laughs> The faces on the, on the trailer <laughs> look distorted and sick. Yeah. The oh director, Brian Bertio, Bertino, yeah. he also produced the Black Coat's Daughter. Well, that was a, a hidden gem that we, that we watched a, a while ago where that was a disturbing film. That was where a they make gem, you yeah. think everything's all right and it's not. This exactly. director also produced The Strangers. Yeah. This yes. person knows his horror. Yeah, hurt as well. He also was involved in. Oh, oh man, gosh. this is going to do you know what? I've got a feeling this is going to be disturbing. I've yes. got a feeling if you want to sleep at night, if you want to sleep well, stay away from this film. We're stay. telling you that now. We're warning you, stay away from this film. You know, it's one of those yeah. psychological stuff. And you know, the actress, yeah. uh, I can't remember what her name is. Let me see if I can just find out what, what her name is. It's, her name is Marin, uh, Marin Island. Just the kind of, when you see her, the pain that she goes through in oh, this movie, man. Mate. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I, I I felt pain as well. Like seriously watching her performance. So this is going to be great. I mean, I can't wait to watch it. Um, if yeah, if we can get hold of it, we will definitely tell you exactly where to kind I'm of watch watching that movie. This one for sure. I don't care about exactly. my sleep. I'm watching this. <laughs> We're watching it, man. All right. Okay. Now let's move on to Anniversary Corner. And we said that we were going to keep it kind of gory, scary, horror-y. And we're kicking things off from 10 years ago, this franchise, man. This is the franchise that just keeps on giving you. And before the show actually started, I, I said to Deval, hey, when are we going to get the new Saw movie? Um, yeah. But let's go back a bit. So 10 years ago, 2010, Saw 7. Mm-hmm. Saw 7. We want to play a game. <laughs> Too long you have been doing anniversary corner. Now you will be the one in the corner. You have no idea, but oh on your table there is a cup. That cup was laced with a poison. Now you have to find a cure. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious, man. Oh my god, that never gets old. The funny thing is that that never gets old. But this devout, this movie devout. Oh my gosh, this I can't believe yeah. there's been seven. Yeah, there's been a lot of souls. So Saw started out in two thousand and four as a movie, but in two thousand and three, the directors Lee Winnell and you know uh, James Wan and all those people, they did a short film which was about fifteen minutes long. That got them the funding to do the, to do the main film. Oh. That spawned a whole heap of careers. Imagine that. Great work. I saw, saw uh, 7 or saw 3D. It came out in two names. Yeah, 3D, yeah. Uh, 2010. This one was not, not the greatest one, 
But uh, yeah, literally, you know how Saw works. You get mm. caught in a, in, a, in, a, in a situation. You've got to get your ass out of that. But you've got to play by the rules. <laughs> 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 I want the Saw guy to do my voicemail. <laughs> Be cool. um, you have reached. And now you must leave a, mo- a voice message. But <laughs> it's like when you leave it, <laughs> if you don't do something, it's like the, 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 the clock starts ticking. You either do say thank you. Now you have one minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. No one's leaving a message for you, man. And then this no, no, one, no, no. the next one, hang on. It says over here, I'm just kind of quickly reading up on this. Um, so it, it was eventually followed up by an eighth film, and this was in 2017. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was, there was a bit of a break and they, they brought out another one. I can't remember what it was called, but Jigsaw. it was, yeah, I saw something. Was it, was it called Jigsaw? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was like, that was like Jigsaw, but this is crazy. Yeah. But listen, so look, there's, there's that one uh, from uh, from 10 years ago. But And if you want to go back and revisit this franchise, like even what happened before that, go back 15 years and you're going to get to Saw 2, which is our next movie mm. on Anniversary Corner. And oh my gosh, Saw 2, Matt, it just... The first Saw movie, it was kind of like a, I, I don't know, it was just kind of like this, I remember it being just this phenomenon, man. People were like, oh my God, have you seen Saw? Have you seen Saw? That whole oh. kind of idea of, you know, did you see Saw? Like, you know, and the the kind of the, the games that people will go through. And there was this kind of a section, there was like this period where a lot of these movies came out at the same time. But Saw 2, man, um, it was... It was Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg was the cop. That and was there it. Were, there were eight people that were trapped in this like building or factory. And uh, one of the people, uh, I think one of them had a, like, a, like a, a kid. The kid was from a rich family or something like that. No, no, I think the kid was linked to Donnie Wahlberg, I think. And uh, Saw, they actually got Saw. And Saw said, yeah, if you listen to the rules, you'll find your son in a safe place. And Donnie Wahlberg didn't listen to the rules. He got angry. All the people that were in this other building, they were going through their own traps. And you didn't realize, but the time, the time wasn't happening. It wasn't happening at the same time. They made you think that, you know, Donnie Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg was interviewing Saw at one time and the other people were in the factory at another time. You thought it was the same time, but it wasn't. And we got that at the end. And at the end, we saw that uh, the boy was actually in a actual safe in the same room that they were in because the, the, the sore person always lets you have a chance. you got to listen, play by the rules. If you don't, it's up to you, man. It's down on you. So I like this saw. Saw one was wicked. Saw two, I kind of did like it. And then saw three was okay. Then it went downhill for me it's until like one of the other later saws. The, j- yeah, yeah, the jigsaw one, that was all right. And, um, and then just kind of the director of the saw two is Darren uh, Lynn Bousman, and he's the mm. director of the new one, which is going to be coming out next year, according to Google, which is called Saw Spiral. And okay. that one, uh, Chris Rock, yeah, is going to be in that one. So, wow, yeah, so we'll keep you posted. So, like I said before, this is the franchise that keeps on giving, and we are going to give you some news on that one. Now, let's speak about this next one from 20 years ago, the year 2000. Mwahahaha. This is Dracula. Oh my gosh, Devado, Dracula. Dracula 2000. Dracula 2000. <laughs> or 2001. I don't know. It came out in 2000. But yeah, this one here, this is, do you know who Dracula is? Dracula is Gerard Butler. <laughs> Gerard <laughs> Butler. Gerard oh Butler. Gosh. This is Sparta. Oh. Yeah, um, he's played by Dracula. A group of thieves break into a chamber expecting to find, you know, these artifacts and paintings and stuff like that but instead they release count dracula himself who travels to new orleans uh, to find his uh his his, his nemesis and yeah. his daughter mary van helsing wow oh okay what a, what a reunion. yeah so i know so when you when you put in dracula 2000 movie like into google the picture that comes up is gerald butler and you, and you see him with long hair oh my gosh man I know, it's, it's just funny, isn't crazy. It? It's just, black hair. I know. It's just <laughs> something. Uh, what's the guy from Queen? The guy in the guitar. Uh, Brian May. May. Brian May. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that is spitting image of him. Oh my gosh! And I didn't know this. I just haven't looked at this. It's got Jennifer Esposito in this, who recently turned up in uh, the Boys. Oh, is that her? 
You know the 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 CIA, the one that gets a head blown, um, uh, gets a head kind of exposed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's hot as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I like know, her. She's great. Yeah, Johnny Lee Miller in this as well. Um, yep. From Train Spotting, Christopher Plummer, Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Omar Epps is and in this one. Patrick Thomas. Oh my Both gosh, man. brothers from like. Uh, like, uh, what's that, Set It Off or Step It Up kind of dancing movies yeah, and yeah, stuff and yeah, Love Jones and all that. Hmm. So Dracula 2000, yeah, go check that one out if you're fans of Dracula. And uh, next one, okay, 25 years ago, Hideaway, Deval, what's the, I can't, this, uh, nah, don't, doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't ring a bell, mate. This is Jeff Goldblum, 1995, 25 years ago. Uh, Hideaway is, oh my gosh, so it's a, uh, so Hatch gets, Hatch is, I think, Jeff Goldblum's character. Uh, he gets a special uh, resuscitative medicine. So basically, he's going to die. He gets uh, brought back to life after almost dying in a car accident. His wife and uh, his wife and his daughter only get minor injuries, but he gets these strange nightmares. Uh, and it's like, basically, he's seeing uh, his daughter being killed. Is it just a, is it just a dream or is it some sort of parallel like I don't know world happening before his mm. eyes? But yeah, it's one of those movies where like you know near death experience happens. He gets some medicine to bring him back to life or whatever. It's one of those films where really the whole thing could be a dream. It yes. was all a dream. Dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. magazine. <laughs> you know what I just realised who else is in this this actress called Ray Dawn Chong oh my god are you t- she was in like um, Commando and like, like movies from the 80s oh my gosh yeah. man oh my gosh yeah. Alicia Silverstone's in this when she was really young mm. this is oh my god. Uh, Alfred Molina Dr. Octopus is in it as well yes Alfred Molina yeah oh I know you're talking about Ray, Ray Dawn Chong she, yeah 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 she was <laughs> Yeah, she's like, oh my god! I didn't catch that. I didn't. I didn't really think of her face, but yeah, she was. She was hot back in the day, isn't it? I'm sure she still is. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. She was the one back then, man. She was the one, definitely. Yeah. So, okay, that one is called Hideaway, and what we got next? Okay, thirty years, thirty years ago, Jacob's Ladder. Oh my gosh! Again, this, this always this freaks me out. The, the, the image. Like whenever you mm-hmm. kind of like look at this picture, man, Jacob's ladder. Now he's going mad in this, and like you know, is he actually seeing things, or is it happening for real, Devado? You know what? You, you're so you're spot on there. You know this, the the actual like image of it's such a simple image, but it's just like a, a like an image of a half focused face and someone screaming. That is really scary. That's really scary. Like it's simple, but it's scary. The tagline. The most frightening thing about Jacob Singer, but about Jacob Singer's nightmare, is that he isn't dreaming. I mean, come on, man, that's some shit. That's some shit to consider. But yeah, this one here, this is from the director of Fatal Attraction, stars uh, Tim Robbins. Uh, also, has got Daniel Aelio, uh, a few old school characters, Jason yeah. Alexander. You recognise the face, Eric Lasalle. Oh Oof, my gosh, man! Ooh, come on, Not man. Only that from Coming to Ooh, America. Ryan. Oh, sorry, Come to America, of course. Yeah, I get mixed up with someone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and Come ER. To America, yeah. Oh, is it ER as well? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing Rhymes as well as in this one. This is an old school film. Didn't do as much. It, it cost 20, it cost 20 odd million to make. And it literally, you know, got that in the box office. So financially, it wasn't a great film, but it does. And it has stood the test of time. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. So it's no slouch. It's worth a watch, you know. Exactly. Really worth a watch definitely climb up that ladder uh, and go and watch it um all right okay um that's you know what they kind of nicely kind of leads us into our uh, film review and remember folks we said that we were going to start to kind of like you know speak more about um you know some horror films or or movies which are kind of like you know a bit kind of like horror inflected there might not be out and out horror movies but you know the, the idea is that we're going to kind of let bring you more movies and um, you know, hopefully you'll go out and watch his movies or in some cases you might not want to go out and watch his movies. In one of the cases that we thought that we would bring to you is this movie. It's called Nocturne and this is one of the Blumhouse uh, Presents kind of like film anthology. So they kind of got together with uh, Amazon 
uh, movies and they released four movies you know, to celebrate obviously Halloween and this is one of those movies. And Deval and I, we, we, we watched this one. It kind of, uh, yeah, this, this is a bit of a strange one. So I was really, really looking forward to this one, Devaldo. Um, I have to admit, I haven't seen any of the other ones just yet. So this is kind of like the first of four. I'm not sure if I will watch any of the other ones just as, you know, before <laughs> before kind of like, you know, other movies that we, that we need to watch. But yeah, this one is, um, it's called Nocturne. It stars... But Sydney, yeah, Sydney Sweeney is one of the main stars. Uh, Madison Iceman, uh, Jacques Colliman, Ivan Shaw. Uh, so the, I think what they've done with uh, this film is they've... It's a low-budget film. Uh, their Blumhouse name is what they're using to drive their interest yeah. and obviously to secure the deal on uh, Amazon. I'm pretty sure these films individually, each film definitely would have cost less than five million to make i mean i, I reckon probably cost about two three million to make these films each yeah. if that yeah because uh, yeah. you can imagine the, the invisible man cost eight million to make yeah nothing yeah so these if you watch these films i would say these films cost probably 2.5 million each to make well i, I haven't seen the rest i've only seen nocturne but nocturne mate parts <laughs> of it look like like a student film and even <laughs> you know what do you know what <sighs> mate yeah mate oh i was upset gosh. when i watched this film i found myself uh looking at trailers at the same time That's oh, where, yeah, I, that, I was looking so i was on my phone can you believe it i was on my phone and i was just yeah, checking other fun. stuff that's how kind really of like bad it is yeah i was got it it's only 90 minutes yeah it's only yeah. 90 it's only a 90 minute and you know what right what um just, let's just quickly go through so it's written and directed by a person called zoo Quirk or Kirk. This is a directorial debut for her. So there's two sisters and this movie has kind of like, there's a lot of sibling rivalry in this movie. They are piano players and they go to this kind of like prestigious school and one of them is kind of like a, a music prodigy and the other sibling is kind of like following in her footsteps and she's good but she's just kind of not there. The other sister gets all the attention. She's kind of like, you know, got a boyfriend and, you know, she's doing really well in her studies and, you know, it's got all this kind of, you know, the huge like sibling rivalry in the background. And then behind all of that is this kind of this uh, this suicide that happened at the school that is kind of played in the in the in the background. And lo and behold, one of the sisters, she gets kind of involved in this, the, the person who who committed suicide and gets hold of kind of like a notebook, which they were reading. And then somehow this notebook starts to influence the this you know one of the sisters the one who is you know lacks a bit of confidence shall we say and slowly slowly she then starts getting you know more confident she starts kind of you know becoming more successful and we don't know if is it is it because of the book or is it because of just you know the way that her mind's working and devaldo i was just like i was lost like in some places but and i wasn't really paying attention man <laughs> yeah it, it, it seems like the book has got some sort of curse attached to it yeah once you get really up in up in it and once you like <laughs> and i think you have to be brilliant as well so i think the, the because it kind of the film sort of starts off when it shows you the person that was previously entwined in the book committed suicide and it kind of, you know, I think the person, the next person that takes the book and, you know, is playing piano and they start seeing things and it seems like it's leading them down the same kind of, you know, road. Yeah. And I couldn't wait for them to commit suicide <laughs> themselves because I was like, let this film end. For me, you know what, this film had the Blumhouse name, but not the Blumhouse House. fame. Yes. It was just not, the quality wasn't there, man. This, this... I mean, it didn't have the scares. Yeah, I wanted the scares. I, I wanted a bit more, you know, bite. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is like you know, well done for you know making a film on a low budget, using actors that are trying to get the name out. You know, well done sure. for that. But yeah. when I see Blumhouse, I expect a certain level, and this didn't go. This did not meet anywhere. Even the the rate the rating on IMDb five point four. I reckon this is about a four four out of ten. Yeah, this film here. Mm -mm, mm -mm, uh -uh. Mm -mm. Mm. and nocturne the kind of the the name comes from um it's a musical kind of like reference and stuff so i don't know uh. I'm, I'm i'm like like kind of the, the, the interesting thing about this you know if something can be said like that is the ending is a bit ambiguous because 
we don't know whether or not she takes the path that the previous student took or whether if it was kind of like a um i mean i don't know devout i mean what did you make of it without giving too much away do you think what, what do you think the ending was well i think the book the book took took her the book controlled her she kind of she went down the same route as the last person because she wanted to be you know great and the book kind of i don't know uh, took a hold of her soul in some sort of way and led her to do what she did uh yeah i mean i think yeah i think i think i think you're doomed once you get a, once this book gets a hold of you you're doomed basically <laughs> so yeah it's a shame it's a twin sister as well and they're competing over over shit you know i know it just shouldn't happen but yeah i, I guess this it's horror isn't it this shit happens in horror uh, who knows like the other three uh are, you know of the blumhouse presents movies they might be great i don't know we'll have to have a look and see but i think there's more there's kind of like you know bigger and better movies that we need to kind of watch and review so for us for me this isn't film of the weekend i've I got to say like kind of skip this one yeah skip it watch uh, one of the other ones on amazon but skip nocturne for sure yeah exactly all right okay Deva, have we got time for one more yes I'm, i want to quickly talk about this uh hidden gem because this hidden gem is much better than Nocturne. Uh, this hidden gem is called Byzantium. And Byzantium stars uh, Gemma Atterton, who's mad hot, actually. Uh, the more I see her, the more hot she is, actually. <laughs> uh, Saoirse Ronan, uh, who's been in Hannah. Yeah, uh, she's, she's been in a bunch. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of films. She's a re- really good young actress who just seems to be getting better. Uh, she was in Atonement. She was in Little Women. Uh, she was in uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. Uh, Gemma Amberton's been in a bunch of stuff. She's been in Bond, Prince of Persia, The Girl with All the Gifts. And I'm pretty sure Gemma Amberton's got a few gifts. Uh, she was in Clash. <laughs> she was in Clash. <laughs> she was in Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this film is about. Uh, they basically they are vampires. Let me just cut to the chase. They are vampires, but they don't outwardly seem like they're vampires. They've been around for a long time over 200 years and it's a bit of a yeah it's very like this film's like a like a noir film it's kind of it's like it's slow it's very emotional uh these two people are trying to survive uh and they're trying to keep a secret of you know what they really are they both need to you know have blood to survive they both need to be invited into a premises so you'll notice that when they when, when they're walking with someone uh, to their house they stand by the door and wait to be invited. That's how you know they are vampires. Uh, but they, they also, they're always moving because, you know, being 200 years old, you can't have too many friends. You can't, you know, you can't be attached to too many things because people will find out, like, why aren't you getting any older? So they move around over time. Over time, they move around. So you get to find out a bit about their history as the film sort of, you know, goes on. But Gemma Atterton is the mother of Sir Ronan. And uh, yeah, she's she's her mother, and uh, she yeah, it's mad. But she uh, also got uh, Caleb Landry Jones, who's been around for a while. He's been in X Men First Class, The Last Exorcism. Uh, guess what? Guess who directed this film? Neil Jordan. Guess what he directed? Interview with the Vampire. Yes. So this film here, the way the story's told, is like a narration. So at the start of the film, Saoirse Ronan's talking to someone and she's almost narrating the film. So it's a bit like Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, man. Decent. It's a decent film. And these, you know, it's, it's well made. It's quite dark and dingy. Uh, there's, there's parts of comedy. There's parts of grit, blood. But the way they, it's, it's a bit different to the way vampires are usually turned. In this film, you create a vampire not by, you know, sucking their blood and stuff like that. But they, they have to be taken to this strange island. And the island, there's a room, there's a, there's a cave that they go into. And within that cave, like a ceremony happens and then they become a vampire. And then, oh. yeah, it, like the, 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 the sort of water comes down the mountains all in blood. And that shows you this person has then had the transformation. So it's very different. You can't just turn someone into a vampire there and then. You've got to take them to this island. It's a bit mad, a bit different. But very interesting. That, but, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's the decent film. I mean, they try to have relationships. Saoirse Ronan meets this man, and she befriends him because he's got access to this big building that they can live in. So she uses him. She turns it into like a, like basically like a, like like a yeah, like prostitutes come in there and do their thing. And she's she's like the 
the madame of the place and she's making money that way. Saoirse Ronan's a bit younger, a bit naive, and she wants to she wants to make friends, but she knows she can't. She befriends this other young guy and she tells him the secret. It gets a bit messy. It's like she should know. She's like 200 years old, man. Yeah, you're young, but you're still, <laughs> you're still 200 years old. But she's kind of fed up of living that lifestyle. She, Saoirse Ronan's character is younger, a bit more pure hearted. She, she, she doesn't kill people. She only, well, she does kill people, but she only kills the elderly who are already dying. Right. And they, they give her permission to kill her. Like so euthanasium. What, they know, they know no, what she they is. Don't. Well, I think she talks to them as they're dying and then they give her permission to kill her, kill them. And then she sucks their blood and kills them. But Gemma Atterton, she goes out and hunts. She doesn't mind killing like random people to survive. They've both got different. Yeah. So the mum does all that goes out to do the killing and stuff. Yeah. 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 They both need the same thing to survive, but they both do it in different ways. But it's an interesting film. Definitely worth a watch. Definitely much better than Nocturne. Oh, uh, it's a bit of a quiet film. It's a bit slow, but it's really, it's really worth it. They go, they go over the ages, but because they're 200 years old, you know, they, they're going from back in the ye old English days and stuff <laughs> up until the present. And you'll see how things have developed. You see how they first got turned. There's a lot of, you know, madness that happens. But yes, it's a decent film. Decent film, actually. Yeah, I recommend man. it. It does sound so, it. Byzantium. Byzantium. Yeah, it, can, that one, can people get that on um, Rakuten? I watched this. Uh, I watched this on, this is, a, this is on Rakuten. Yeah. So if you win the Rakuten code, like you said, send us your free uh, favorite horror films that you like to watch. And you can watch this one on Rakuten in the UK. It comes on Channel 4, Film 4. Across the world, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure you can find it on Rakuten, wherever you are. So there you go, guys. Go check it out, Byzantium. All right, that is the end of the show, folks. We hope you really enjoyed it. Stick with us. We've got some more movies coming up over the next couple of weeks. And remember, we are going to be teaming up with uh, Zakharov, sorry, uh, for our Halloween special. So uh, yeah, that's all we've got time for. So bye. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.